0: Hey, this is Dave. This is Tim. And this is Dave and Tim. No, i okay. and Dave. I got Tim f- and Dave, I, yeah. Yeah, Okay, this... Well, we should actually
1: th- add that into the show.
0: Hello, everyone. Hey, guys, this is Tim. And this is Dave. This is Tim and
1: Dave. Why does your back hurt? I don't
0: know. I just... My back has been hurting me because... Um, I think
1: you've reached the limits of where... What your body can handle when you're working out. Oh yeah, totally. I think you need to get totally. you totally. Need to get on the gear.
0: <laughs> get on the gear. Steroids. Like. like uh, <laughs> ghost yeah. in the, I thought. I, I don't know. I think I may, maybe need to evolve into a robot and like go to oh, the show. Oh yeah.
1: Get a uh, cybernetic implants. You know, I think no, you just need steroids. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to do anything rash. Just. Just. I inject, I've, I've been, I just I've been. just. i like, Inject a big needle of steroids into your butt, and you're gonna be. Mm, your back's I, gonna feel a lot better. No, I'm
0: good. I'm good. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna stretch a little more. Maybe that's probably a better option.
1: I mean, I guess if you want to go the easy route.
0: Oh Yeah, because doing the right thing is easy. I don't know. I've just been laying around a bit doing some house chores and stuff. I've been listening to Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran or Sheeran. I I know. Now you're bringing him up.
1: Okay. Two people in the last month have told me I look like this guy. Really? I don't even really know what he does. He's some some singer.
0: He's a... I think he's... Well i think he you know he's i think he's english so english. he's from hmm. from england i don't like that um i think he, well, he has red hair and stuff like that so you're you're pretty i don't like that you pretty Irish. <laughs> um i could kind of see it i think he'd be buffed out a little bit more you think so yeah for he's sure short, though is he short i don't know i like didn't know really, five eight well then you'd be a better ed sheeran or Sheeran or i guess so. sheeran. sheeran Sheeran um but i don't listened to him a lot lately um I think a lot of people know his song Shape of You, but there's like a lot of other songs that he has, like Ga- A Galway Girl. Uh-huh. She played a fiddle in an Irish band. Yeah, I didn't care for it. All right, well, then you're terrible. Um, but a lot of his songs are actually really nice. Like Perfect is, is a good one. Um, things like that. I don't know. I've just been really getting into his music a lot lately. And it's funny because, like, the English have a really good history of bringing great music to America. Yeah, um, they do, and
1: it's all from the north.
0: Yeah, it's isn't that it kind of crazy? In a way, well, the north of Edinburgh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it has it's that's like a very gotta culturally. Be, you got to be working class to make good, to make good, <laughs> good, good popular music. Was Coldplay? Was that were, were they work? I don't know anything about their history at I all. Have no, I have no concept. Sublime. Of where Coldplay I'm pretty sure, from, or was it Oasis? Who, Oasis was
1: from England, England as well. Yeah, the, the Beatles, Beatles, obviously. Rolling yeah. Stones. Yeah, you know, yeah. all from the north. Yeah, from like industrial working class areas. I'm telling you, man, you, you got, have to be upper class to make good classical music
0: music but you have to be working class or lower class to make good popular music because <laughs> that's what most people are going to listen to is exactly. the popularized uh, versions of their tales you know what yep. i mean i think that's interesting too in the aspect of that you need to have i don't know i think i think i think a person's past and and how they and how they <sighs> and how they put that into music. I think really uh-huh. does I think I don't know. I think people need to suffer in life you to be able so? to make beautiful things. I honestly do. Like I don't totally agree. I well, kind let's of think this agree one. with I, that. I, I get the idea. I get the idea that you know, it has been in the past that only the wealthy had the free time uh-huh. to 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 do things like the arts or or it's the sciences. Very, it's a very you know anti-Nietzschean
1: uh, perspective you're bringing up.
0: Well, I'm trying to say that... The idea that suffering is a
1: virtue unto itself.
0: Well, no. Yeah, well, yes. Which is very Christian and very yes. anti-Nichian. Oh, yes. I'm well aware that, you know, one must suffer to be happy, etc., etc. et cetera. Et cetera. Uh-huh. You know, it's very Puritan, actually, and that's the whole idea. That's why America's working system's all messed up, too, because it's the... Uh, we work more hours than any other First World country in the entire world, because yeah. if we're it's considered a sin if one does not work. But not to get into this classist ideology. I just purely want to say, I think one must, I think, experience the... the. the this is just my opinion, experience uh-huh. suffering, okay, to be able to create things that are beautiful. Because I think out of real experience, one is able to emote to a larger extent to the larger population. Like For example... One making a love song or, or one who makes a song that's sad. Like, I, I, I've been listening to a little bit of lower beat music, and I know that's not a good thing. I need to listen to the upbeat music, but I've been listening to a lot of lower beat music lately. And I just, you know, when, when you hear a song, you, 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 emote, you emote to that because you feel it. And that person who wrote the song must have felt that as well. And I think that's, that's sort of, in a way, a, the beauty of living. You know, being able to experience these ups and downs in life. You know, I mean, one must not stay in these, in these mindsets forever, but I think it's very human and it's very connecting with one another. And I think that's why music is so beautiful. It is because one can emote in the way that is, is catchy and is relatable. And, you know, it's mass produced into what it is. I mean, look at folk songs. For it's, a, sakes. it's a nice
1: way to think about things. I take a more pessimistic view. Yeah, what is you, that? Either, you either have talent or you don't. Nabokov, what uh, what tragedies or suffering did he experience? He was a rich guy, you know, lived a perfectly fine life, but he was he just had the innate talent, so that's why he produced what he produced. Well, look, there's no suffering has no inherent value. I don't.
0: Uh, I'm just gonna have to agree
1: disagree with this. And one. there's no sort of cosmic justice or metaphysical justice. You don't suffering. believe in karma? You don't believe in karma? No.
0: Oh man, really? Nope. Really? No. The like world, there, there's all no. Right, all right, all right. Let's, let's let's put this perspective. Okay, karma in general, right? Okay. okay. The idea is, is that one will get their penance taken, to, or someone will get you'll. You I don't believe the it. The world at all. will get back no. at you for nope, doing bad. No, don't believe things. it at all. No, 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 no. no. Okay, listen, listen, that's the premise of karma. Uh-huh. But let's take it to a to a different a different direction. What if karma does exist but not in the sense of something somewhere will get back at you? What okay. if karma itself is just an internalization of your own guilt? So for example, if one does bad things, okay? If one does terrible things, I mean, I, you know, you will feel guilty if you're, you know, ninety nine point nine percent of the people, unless you're some like pure narcissistic, you know, sociopath. It like, depends on how bad of a thing you're talking. Well, about Well, let's just say, you know, you went you went above and beyond to really hurt somebody. Uh-huh. Okay, I think if you do that so many times again, unless you're like some sociopathic, you know, degenerate, or whatever, uh-huh. you're going to feel guilt. Okay, and I feel like maybe in the sense that is what karma is. You know what I mean? And then if one is able to go to bed at night with a level head and thinking I did the best I could do to do the right thing. I Mm. think in a way that's karma because then you can sleep without a heavy head or a heavy mind or a heavy soul.
1: No, I don't think so. I don't think there's any sense of justice involved in any of this. Really? Nope, I don't think. I I don't think ultimately you get any reward for being a good person extrinsically or any demerit for being a bad person. Either you feel like being a certain way or you do not. You can say that feeling of being a certain way and then doing it is its own reward in the sense you're talking about but I think that's kind of Straying off from any sort of,
0: well, I think I think you and I do have, a, a, and we've we've talked about this a couple times before. And I think I don't know. I, I've always thought of it of it in a very metaphysical way. Uh-huh. I, I I like metaphysics in that sense. Uh-huh. And you and you're more of a practicalist. You're like, no, I'm you not know, more of a practicalist. I think I think you. I don't I, think so. I, no, no, no. I think I don't think I'm more of a read, pessimist. Well, pessimist. I would call it pessimists more... are no idealists that have
1: low expectations. Okay, okay. and <laughs> sounds like something you'd read on a fortune cookie. <laughs> Okay, yo this, this this uh this fortune sucks. But
0: <laughs> no. Uh, but speaking about like pseudo energy and metaphysics. Okay. Um, I went to New York this week. Oh jeez. And I a... was there for my sister's graduation. She graduated uh-huh. up there and uh, uh, it was stressful in the sense that take off work in the middle of the week. Yada yada yada. It's not stressful. Uh, it's it's always stressful for me. I I, I just I can I don't like taking off work. Um so anyhow, I I took off work, went up there and i i've been to new york a couple times i've
1: actually never been to new york well okay when i was when i was young i think we went for like a day or two but like when i've been old enough to sort of really remember it and really be conscious of being in new york i've never really been to new york
0: Hmm. i have relatives up there i took class trips up there Uh um i think i met uh, one of our uh, our our friends rayota up there that's right yeah yeah yeah. i kind of
1: disapprove of new york
0: well, here's the thing. Like I've, and as We've talked about my traveling escapades in previous podcasts. Uh-huh. And I've always said that New York was one of my favorite cities. Okay, Have you? I think, not. maybe not in the podcast, but I've always said okay. that New York was a good city. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to put this out there. Put it out. I like New York. In the extent that New York has a lot to offer, it's one of the more, it's the, one of the biggest cities in the world. It's one of the most important cities in the world, given the mm-hmm. fact that our financial, you know, stock exchanges there. You know, there's a lot of stuff that goes into New York. Okay, and I, 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 because of that eminence of it and its rich history of immigration, I mean the Italians, the Irish, the you know, all, you know just just the starting of our country in New York has always been a big player. And I think in that respect, I do like New York. However. As far as me being there and how I feel about New York, I really don't like New York.
1: No, I always I feel like New York sort of even more so than California exemplifies sort of the worst in America in the sense that it's now very, very commercialized. It's very unequal. Like the only people who live in New York are the very poor and the very rich. Um, Its economy is based around, you know, extractive, unproductive finance, and media, like the wor- the, wor- the worst of American exports, um, complicated financial instruments, and in American media. So you can't get much worse than that. And yeah, just the entire social scene of New York, the social structure of New York is reflective of the worst trends in American society.
0: And you know, it's interesting too, because you know, I, I, we were in Manhattan for most of the day, uh-huh. and Manhattan is another beast in and of itself. Like, that's a very different... Oh, by the part. way, I want
1: to say one thing about New York, only the very poor and the very rich. Right. I was considering taking a job in New York. Do yeah. you remember this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort yeah, of yeah. over the summer? Yeah, yeah. And I just got on Craigslist just to look around, you know, okay, how much would I be paying for a place? It's outrageous. No, yeah. It's beyond outrageous. No, it's, it's, like it's a joke. You're living in a small room in a house with,
0: like, 20 other people, <laughs> and you're going to pay, like... Twenty five hundred a month yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a joke. It's a completely joke. And and I think too, you know, again, and where I was going with the pseudo pseudo, um, you know, metaphysical ideologies uh-huh. that I was talking about with karma. I also believe. I also believe every space, every area has, has an, an energy. Has an energy. Uh-huh. No, for a sure. resonance. No, I, I I I do believe. I agree. I agree with I, this. If, like for example, let, let's say. I'll give something that a lot of people may... New can... York has an evil energy. Do you think... I don't know about evil. Not
1: but... evil. No, it's not evil. Virginia has an evil energy. <laughs> um, yes, evil. Um, New York has a... It would have more of a superficial, sort of subversive... Sort yeah. Of, it has a sinister energy.
0: I think that's... that's a, kind of, it's a, a, a And it,
1: a fake energy.
0: So here's, here's what I... Virginia,
1: yeah. though. That's the evil. evil. Okay.
0: <laughs> so... You know, I was in Manhattan, right? And uh-huh. okay, I'm a man. That, like, we talked about my grooming style. You know what You're I
1: mean? You're a man? Like- <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs>
0: huh? There were a lot of well dressed people there. Okay. It, it was like it was like oh, yeah, I bet I it bet was, it was crazy. But uh-huh. we were right next to a lot of business places, and and it yeah. wasn't like envy or whatever. It was just like uh-huh. wow, this these people like like that they're dressed in nice shoes. Like you yeah. were looking, you were like scooping out curious, rivals. I don't see that often. You don't see if, like, it, and
1: now you were like among the other people who may, might have even fist, small pond had right? a, had yeah.
0: one up on you. Well, I was a, well, my shoes were a hell of a lot better. You I can think I can so? tell good yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Their suits were better. Their uh-huh, shirts bet. were better. I bet. Maybe their pants are better. Were their, was their hair better? Was their hair? better? Oh, you know better? how those old cats work. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's not. It's Then you got the young bucks that don't know how to dress. And I mean, then, yeah.
1: And there's not really much
0: you can really do with hair. No. Anyway. I mean, like, and then, but then, but their shoes, I know for a fact, I got, I think, I think maybe one or two people. This I is, is what, this what I do when I go to New York, ladies and gentlemen. You I just size I, up the guys. <laughs> It was also kind of intriguing too. A lot of women in blazers and 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 business attire. Oh, again, I can believe it. I, I again, and I think that too is just a, a, an example of my surroundings. Anyhow, that's not the point. The point, I, I, but I did want to make a fashion statement. Mm-hmm. Yes, so I felt a little anxious, and some people anxious. say, "Yeah, no, 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 for that real, makes sense. for real." The, the people say. You know, New York is a dog-eat-dog world. Frank uh-huh. Sinatra said, if I can make it here, I can make it anywhere. And he was mm-hmm. completely right. Like, there's something about New York that will – it's cutthroat, what have you. Again, this is just my, this is just my uh, uh, interpretation of being there for a I day. I agree right? with you. Um, but this is the first time as an adult me being there as, uh-huh. in, in that context. And then versus a city like Philly, you know what I mean? Like, I – and I still stand by this. Philly is the best damn city in the world. Period. Like that is my. It's, honestly, it's, got you. it's a relaxed place. Because here is the thing: there is something earthy and real uh-huh. and gritty. It's still cheap. It's still. It's not that it's cheap. It's just that it's affordable if, if depending on what type of lifestyle you want. I don't hate New York, quote unquote, just because it's expensive to live there. Okay. Uh-huh. Again, as I said, there is an energy there, but versus with with Philadelphia, I think that's a that's a more of a, I guess, a more inclusive city, depending on whom you want who wants to live there. I agree. Yeah, incredibly rich. Yeah, it has a more communal more. feel. Yeah. I feel like there's something real about it, and 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 like people will say hello to you on the street in Philadelphia. Like if you say so. Well, I I know. Well, people walk by. How you doing? How you doing? What's okay. Going? Versus New York, well, they freaking going past you, going uh-huh. quickly. And I think too. I think Philadelphia is more of an example of a, of, a, of a southern city. Actually, <laughs> I don't know I, if no, you no, no, can no. make it's that actually, argument. No, no, no. Listen to me. Hear me out. Philadelphian accents, the way we actually talk, like you and uh-huh. I are talking right now, I think people up northeast, you know, the real northeast, are really going to say that they got more of a southern twang to them. At least I can say that for myself. I we, don't know. Not like a y'all, duh, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But we, even how we, we say gas, gas. We, we emphasize the A, the gas, gas, gas versus gas. it's more... Asson- the assonance of the a is more short. It's like guess. guess. I can't even do it even guess. myself. Like you know what I mean. Like uh-huh. so. The point is, is that I think because of that, and Philadelphia was it was considered part of that. You know. Well, we're we're not northeastern, really. We're mid Atlantic. Yeah, and and that's what I'm saying. Like, I think there's something that there with the culture in and of itself. Uh Versus you got Boston, you got one of those more the the more older of the cities. Although Philadelphia is quite old as well. It's pretty old. Yes, it's up there as far as oldness goes. I'm well aware, but there was a different sort of it was a different sort of culture that premised from that. I think also, I mean, yeah, I think New York has the entrepreneurial aspect of it. But let's let's be honest here. Like a lot of great minds have come from Philadelphia. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Not saying that great minds didn't come from New York either. You know I'll what say I mean? it. What's that? I'll say it. <laughs> so I don't know. So that was that was an interesting experience. You know, and it's true too that I think a city itself also is represented not only by, you know, the vibe, but also uh-huh. by uh its its architecture too. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah,
1: but here's the problem. Not even so much anymore because I really dislike Modern architecture, oh, uh? and I do, and I don't just mean um, like very outlandish architecture. Right. Although I hate that too. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a new big skyscraper going up in Philadelphia, for example. Mm-hmm. What does it look like? What do you think it looks like? It's a big, you know, a big um, stick of glass. Okay. It's just tall, and it's glass. That's it. Okay. You know, you know the kind of building. I know a tall stick glass building. We, exactly. <laughs> we need to ban all use of glass in construction. Why is that? You can have like seven windows. <laughs>
0: But other than that, don't use any glass. I don't know. I'm kind of... It just all looks the same. I like modern architecture. I mean, like, if it's done... If it's done right... I mean, like, I will say that when I'm... Here's
1: an interesting thing I read the other day. Yes. So... Most people have a strong preference for traditional architecture. Okay. Like Georgian or Victorian-style architecture. I'm not surprised. Most people have a strong preference for that. I'm not surprised. Most people, if they live in an area with that architecture Mm -hmm. versus with other architectures, Mm -hmm. even when you hold other variables the same, Mm -hmm. they report a higher quality of life because they're in more pleasant surroundings. But interestingly, professional architects do not like that architecture. They like the weird outlandish innovative stuff Not surprised. because then they can you know show off to their architecture buddies oh i don't make that boring georgian architecture that you know regular people like i make this weird glass metal monstrosity Plopped in the middle of nowhere that looks totally alien to its surroundings so it can be on magazine covers and everyone can call it provocative.
0: So here, here's my – So we're my, being held hostage by professional architects. Well, before we go forward with that, here's my counterargument to that. Maybe perhaps the reason why quote-unquote people are said to have higher quote, standards unquote, are- people. "Quote unquote people," okay. yes, because <laughs> you you can because they, the architects are saying the regular people. I see, okay, I so see. That's what I, say, I see. Anyhow, so perhaps maybe the reason why these people who are in communities with these you know Gregorian or we said Georgian, Georgian, Georgian rather um, architecture and having a higher standard of living is perhaps maybe these communities are older, more established, and because of that. Only those who have been able to spend money on the conservative living environments, such as the upper echelon, are able to live in those communities. Thus, when the, when, the, when the stats are given a question to whether or not what your standard of living is, it's higher than versus the ones whom are in communities with more modern architecture. Because a lot of times, modern architecture areas are more of a developing newer areas where you're, they, there is a plot of land that is open, so they're able to make it. So mm-hmm. because of that, maybe that's why that is. So another example I would give is, no wonder, yes, most people like the Gregory... Um,
1: Georgian. George,
0: excuse me. Georgian architecture is only because people don't like change. People are afraid of change. Uh-huh. And I think maybe back when there was Gregorian, Gregorian architecture, yeah. they were saying, "No, oh, we like the Gregorian So this <laughs> is <This> Georgian stuff. <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah. no, nah, man. No. Nah, too many bricks. you know, Too many. Too many. Whatever. I like me, good gargoyle. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, uh-huh. I think that's just people are afraid of change. Obviously, I would think modern architectures love modern architecture because Ugh. they're trying to make a name for themselves just like every other artist has ever done their they're entire lives. They're just trying lives. to make a name for themselves for themselves by offending the public view. What's wrong with that? I mean, isn't that the whole point of art is to stretch the mind of others no. and make people have a better introspective idea of what it means to exist? So making
1: you see some big, ugly structure is supposed to be stretching your
0: mind? I, 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 think, I think it makes us question what beauty is. And I think, too, that is an important quality in our society to question because I think too often... No, I disagree. I honestly feel like too often, one is is subjected to this core set of what it means to be a person, a thing or whatever. And that's the way it should be. I think artists do an explicitly important job in our society, be it a musician, being an architect, being a painter for us to spread our thought process. because we, as Normal people uh-huh. are A, too busy, B, too lazy, and C, too scared to really go and get out of our boxes. Okay, you're okay,
1: fine. But the problem with architecture as part of this um, edifice that you're dis- describing, right? I mean, okay, if you're talking about experimental paintings in a gallery, then fine. You can walk in the gallery, look at the paintings. The paintings are enclosed in the gallery. If you don't want to see it, you don't got to see it. And if it's something a lot of people generally would not prefer to more traditional art, if they don't want to see it, they don't got to see it. If they want to see it, they can go look at it. But architecture, it's part of your surrounding. It's right there.
0: Yeah, I know that's important. That so means that does, you don't have a things. choice. Get used to it. You know no, what I mean? Like not good. I, I think it is good because here's the thing. So another example I could give about quote unquote modern uh, perspectives in a city is Philadelphia. Okay, uh-huh. so Philadelphia is actually the world's largest uh, a city with the with the excuse me. It is the it is a city with the largest amount of public murals. Correct. Okay? One could argue that this is just no more than you know graffiti, graffiti. vandalism. Correct. Okay. And, and this... Lock them up. Yeah, right. Yeah, But to me, as I said from the uh, beginning of the conversation about cities, I think that's what gives Philadelphia its earthy real feel to it. Like... Is it masterful artwork? Is it is it is it something that you know Michelangelo or maybe maybe he would let me look what he did to the Sistine Chapel for God's sake if that's not graffiti for the Christian you know movement that I don't know what is mm. but if it makes people question what true art is and I think too like when you look at it it's 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 connecting community culture and people within the surrounding areas that they're that they're that they are in it's giving them part of their identity and 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 validating that this is you know acceptable it's not some sub. it's not some subject um it's not some superficial or or uh subversive you know, belief like you are part of this place. We're not going to put you under the rug. And I think too, that's what brings I think the 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 allure and and, and the, the realness of, of the city. Now I'm not saying that New York or or whatever other cities don't have public mules, but I think that's what brings beauty to a city is 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 those sort of things. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's what that's what architecture's supposed to do. That's what art is supposed to do. It's supposed to bring communities together, and it's supposed to make people think differently about their surroundings. You know what I mean? I, mean, I think I think public works um, and and I think, um, what do you call it, uh, city uh, city planners, you know, uh-huh, people yeah. like the – I think I personally have a, have a, have a very uh, large respect for people that do that sort of work because I think it's so understated oftentimes. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that you specifically are understating the works of these people. I know you're just trying to make a critique about modern art or modern architecture. No, I think it would be very important to try
1: to beautify a city. Except you should try to do it by making its surroundings more beautiful, not by making its surroundings more provocative and obnoxious.
0: <laughs> I, I think that's where I think that's where that that that. Um, all right, look. What about the Chrysler Building? The Chrysler Building is that is that in New York or is that in Chicago? I think it's in Chicago. Okay, that thing was a behemoth when uh-huh. it was made. It's made with all freaking chrome. Okay, mm. I would argue that that is totally opposite of. What the modern art? I mean, what the regular, run of the mill, what have you architecture was at the time, uh-huh. and sp- people were also arguing, why can't we just have these beautiful, you know, wonderful skyscrapers like New York, the Empire State Building? Now that, now that there, that 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 makes that that's a beautiful architecture. That's a good mid-century you know? accent. <laughs> a gosh, jolly gee, you oh, Just some popcorn and some kettle chips. Okay, uh, I got it a little different towards the end there. Okay, well, the point is, is that the point is, is that that's the whole premise. Like for a city to be Alive. One must be provocative for for people to say this city is happening. One must be. I mean, what do you want? What do you want? The, what do you want the country to look like? Freaking uh, Boston. Like, don't get me wrong. Boston's a beautiful city uh-huh. in its own right. It's classicism. But we're, are, are we trying to just regurgitate everything? I think that's what. Yes. No. 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 That's not the point. That's, Some standards are universal. I have an affinity. I have an affinity. An affinity? Huh. Yes. Toward, Let's hear your affinity to, towards change in in art and architecture. Now, I'm not uh-huh. saying every bit of art or architecture that is produced that's quote-unquote modern i'm falling head over heels for okay Mm -hmm. i think but i think i do take a dada perspective where you know you can literally make anything into artwork okay and for the point is the reason why i like dada is the fact that he purposely made things so non-artistic quote-unquote to piss people off Uh and i think that like dada isn't
1: a person by the way the dada artwork i said yeah yeah. but you said why i like him Who, who who did dada again it was a movement. It wasn't a person. But who, but who? It originated in
0: Switzerland. Who did the urinal? Who did the urinal picture? Marcel Duchamp. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Okay. All right. So Dada. So that is I the, the purpose. The purposefulness of having that there. Oh, is... is it Duchamp? It's Marcel something. All right. The point is, Marcel Duchamp, is that 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 was purposely made to tick tick the tick the you know the, the yeah, the but elite. it wasn't any good. It was. It's fun... just
1: a urinal with
0: R. Mutt written on it. Like... <laughs> Of
1: course, anyone can do that.
0: <laughs> exactly. Who cares? It's exactly. not any good. But it doesn't matter. It made people think. What is really artwork? I mean, here's another. Okay, Tim. Here's, okay, another, okay. here's another example. Let's here's something it. I'm sure you can appreciate. Then uh-huh. you, 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 jerk. All right. So, the Academy, right? Cat. Ac- oh, the, the Academy. Academy huh? Okay. In France, they uh-huh. were the they were the foremost people of their time uh, during, I believe. The 1800s or something Yeah yeah you're talking about the Art Academy yes. or whatever it okay, is Okay and uh-huh. if you did not get the seal of approval I know what from- you mean from uh-huh. the academy, it was considered garbage. You Correct. were uh, you were uh-huh. of worth no merit, etc. Right? You're right. And this is when impressionism started to come into, into play. Okay. des Yeah, day. exactly. And they purposefully, purposefully would would even if uh, they had it on the academy would would cross it off or what have uh-huh. you, just in defiance of what real art is. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, a hundred, two hundred, fifty years later, whatever. Has passed. So just because
1: one set of, let me say this, let me make this statement. Just because one set of standards is restrictive doesn't mean every set of standards I, no, okay. is always restrictive. Before
0: I quip that back, I'm okay. going to say cl- cl- clearly, now that we've gone a couple, a century or so afterwards of that happening, uh-huh. we now recognize and everyone recognizes the, the brilliance and the beauty of impressionist art. You're R- right, okay? but
1: no one will ever recognize the beauty and brilliance of a urinal with R. Mutt written on it. I, I, no I, one's I, ever going to say, oh my gosh, it's beautiful. It's inspiring. Think, no one's ever going to say I that.
0: I, I think I, – I think, that that is a very you know contemporary perspective and the time has not come and I think many in the art community do think that it is beautiful and I'm not even in the quote-unquote art community because God forbid I never got an art degree uh-huh. okay but I I, I I do recognize that there is value in pieces like that if not necessary for the quote-unquote aesthetic beauty but what the message is to it I mean it's pretty quippy because it's in a sense it's kind of like how George McLuhan right
1: Marshall McLuhan. I'm sorry,
0: I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We're thinking about Georgian artwork now. I'm thinking about you. Yeah. <laughs> everything's George. Everything's George. Marshall McLuhan uh-huh. stated that it's not the message, it's the medium. Correct. Right? And it's the idea that, you know, what are you using? What are you creating? What is the form in which a message is being portrayed? Uh-huh. And that's the importance of the message, okay? Mm. It's, uh, you know, there is uh, Thomas Kuhn said for all, um, he, was a, he was a philosopher, for all. Um, Political, societal, religious, economic change to have to take place. Scientific change must be the precipice. Okay? Yeah, there must very be Marxist. A, there must be a pre, there must be a paradigm shift. In towards that way, I mean, uh, other authors like uh, Stephen Johnson and The Venture uh-huh. of Air uh, talked about Joseph P- Priestley, etc., about how during the Enlightenment period, this is what happened. A lot of technological, scientific changes happened, and because of that, we had revolutions. We had different ways in which we saw religion, mm-hmm. etc. You know what I mean? But going back to the idea of of Marshall McLuhan's idea, it's the medium, not the message. Uh-huh. Uh, I think in that respect, that is kind of what Dada and other modern art does, because we're we're, we're reforming, we're re. We're re-looking at the way you know we we, we view beauty or we view spaces, etc. And 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 that's that's the whole idea of 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 making a new perspective. So I don't know. I just I just kind of have to. Go with that, you know, and that and that's how I feel about your your critique about modern art. You, you 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 caveman. You no, I'm just an elitist. You're an elitist. No, I'm not an elitist. You're not I'm, an elitist. I'm, I'm I think, some, I am something. Don't...
1: I'm a traditionalist.
0: I think you are. I think I I'm think... a popular traditionalist. Oh, yeah, you're just following the freaking uh, the bandwagon of uh, society. Actually, Tim. being a traditionalist nowadays is the most subversive thing one can be. <laughs> really, I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. Actually, I believe it's true. You think so? Uh-huh. Really? Maybe yes. for maybe for our maybe for our age group Mm -hmm. i think i think that goes for all age groups though one would say that oh i'm going against the 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 grain of my age group because i like traditional ideas when in reality most younger individuals are more uh liberal than conservative but then as we get older where it's more socially acceptable to be quote unquote conservative so Uh i think that's more way more or less what you're saying Speaking about our age group, so uh, I read an article uh, recently and uh, just came out, I think this week. um, It was through BBC. As Uh I told you from last week, I do like reading BBC articles. I know you like BBC. I know. Um, So in the article, it stated that um, ages 14 to 25 year olds, okay, using social media, okay, uh, have a very negative uh, taking of 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 those it negatively mediums. impacts them you're exactly yeah. yes oh yeah I believe depression sure. etc uh-huh. and i don't know like it's interesting they specifically called out two of the mediums um one was instagram which i don't uh-huh. have no. and the other one's facebook which you know obviously i have but i really don't really use it and they uh, said the one that with the least negative impact actually is youtube We've well, I enough. mean, that's not really a social
1: networking site. I would not say, really.
0: I, it's it's a media site. But, but there are people... Actually,
1: it totally makes sense why, um, if anything, YouTube would have the least negative effect. Why, why do you think? I think the main problem with social media is that your social life is never off. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Like back in our day or back in whatever's day, mm-hmm. you'd go to school, you'd be part of your friends, you'd have whatever drama or whatever ongoing things were Involved with them, right? Right, right, right. Then for the most part, you'd go home. Maybe you'd talk on the phone with one or two people. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of like an off switch from your peer group when you went home. Right. Or if you went on vacation with your family, it was like an off switch with your peer group. Right. You know what I mean? Nowadays, since everyone has a phone and they're always on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, mm-hmm. there's not ever any off switch right. to your peer network. Right. And and, and it's, it's, it's
0: interesting, too, because... Whereas in Facebook,
1: like... Sorry, YouTube. The point of YouTube isn't really to interact with your peer network, it's to interact with something. Different
0: to watch some video that has nothing to do with what's going on in right, your life. Right, right, right. I don't know too, and I think I think there's another perspective of it as well. I think I mean, what is the point of Facebook and what is the point of Instagram? I mean, you could we could we could, could mic we can like micro all of this stuff in the end of the day, but to me, you know, I thought when we have Facebook and Instagram, it's a way to connect with people around you, but. Uh-huh. I'm going to say this. I'm going to be completely transparent to everybody, and I think you know. And I'm saying this because I'm not trying to say I'm holier than thou. But I think a lot of times Facebook, Instagram, etc., has become more of a "look at me, I'm so great" ism. Yeah, for sure. Uh I think it's more of a gloating tool than it is of "Hey, how you doing? Do you want to go out to dinner?" tomorrow? Yes. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, or do you guys want to hang out? It's like, no, everyone look at me, look at me, look at me. Like okay? my
1: good experiences or my um, blessings in life or whatever thing positive right. is going on right. with me, it only even has merit if I
0: post about exactly. it on Facebook exactly. and let everyone know even, about it. Even, even in relationship status, like you're not really going out unless it's on Facebook or something uh-huh. like that. You know what I mean? Like, And uh, and I think, too, that, that adds to the stress of it because eventually we can't always, as you said can someone truly always be on can every day really be this big thing because the majority of it especially when you get older isn't like that you don't uh-huh. I mean even when you're a child too what can you really do besides go to school every day I mean you're not going to the Caribbean you're uh-huh. not doing this you're not doing that but yet they have all these built up you know emotions thinking and every, like, and no matter what, you always compare your life to others, of right? Of course. Exactly. So now if you're in, on yes. Facebook or Instagram, yes. you're
1: constantly yes. connected to other people's lives. Mm-hmm. And what do people post on their Facebook or Instagram? The best parts exactly. of their lives, Exactly. Or, or, so you're or the fabricated best parts. Exactly. So you're constantly comparing your own life constantly
0: with the very best parts of another person's <laughs> Exactly. Life. It's it's unrealistic, Uh you know. I also read another you know critique about Facebook in general, and I didn't. I never even realized this. Okay, so super super crazy. I didn't even notice this until actually I read it. So the timeline mechanism, right? Uh It's exactly the same way as how email writes. Because excuse me, how email operates. Hmm. We quick we click refresh, hoping that we're going to get something new. Yeah. Or if we have a, a click refresh for our Facebook feed, we're clicking refresh. So we hope we get something new or maybe we have a new notification, a new message, okay? What in the casino industry, okay, uh-huh. has the same sort of mechanism where we- Slot clip? machine. Exactly. <laughs> all yeah. this is is a perpetuation of an addictive trait that every human being in the world has. Uh-huh. And Facebook, Instagram, all these new social media networks all are utilizing this we are being hardwired to be addicted uh-huh. to this to this just self-degeneration have of you... envy and coveting and it, it's if you really look at it if you look at it in that perspective we're just again tools to corporate bs we're hurting ourselves have,
1: have you been um following the speculation about mark zuckerberg oh god he's a robot well, that's been established. I'm, I'm talking about the speculation, not not the results. The speculation.
0: No, no, no. What's what, what is it? What is so it?
1: he's been on this tour right. where he like goes around the country and meets people right. in their, You know the regular walks of life of others, mm-hmm. right? So and it's been this big media circus. They're following him everywhere. They're taking pictures. They're writing news stories about it. So obviously, everyone's speculating he's doing this to launch a presidential run oh i think i mean i think mark
0: zuckerberg's self-aware enough to
1: know that he can't be a politician
0: he can't, he can't even he can't even run his business without having someone kill themselves live yeah. on the freaking <laughs> web page but then again look at look at trump anything's yeah. possible uh-huh. god that's gonna be garbage i don't want another imagine
1: rich- a donald trump first mark zuckerberg <laughs> election <laughs> like, if the Democrats really want a second Trump term, this is what they should do.
0: Oh, my God. I would totally not vote for Zuckerberg. No, but did you hear another
1: person who was like, he's he, a celebrity. He was talking about speculating about running in 2020, right. and the media made a field day out of right, it. Right, right. Dwayne The Rock Johnson.
0: I heard about that. Now that I've would be a good that. presidential. I vote for Dwayne the rock. Donald, totally, Donald Trump versus the rock. Totally The president totally of the United vote for him. States. That guy. That, that guy sounds. Makes me laugh. That
1: sounds about where
0: our society is right now. And you know what? This is exactly what I said last podcast regarding the the, the bills being passed. That well, our, our political discourse is is no more different than reality television. Now it is oh definitely it is, not. It is a, you know freaking freaking George Washington is spinning in his grave like right. jean Baudrillard, I wish you were still around. <laughs> So, but you know what? I think I think too, to, and to relate this back to just to just the medium, not the message. I think uh-huh. you know Marshall McLuhan in this in this stance. I'm going to have to reverse kind of what that ideology is for this context. Well, no,
1: for social media, it would it would be incredibly um what's the word parallel parallel I guess to what he was saying because the idea of the it's not the media it's not the message it's the medium right the idea is it doesn't really matter what you say right or what you or what the content of the communication is Mm -hmm. what matters is what the physical medium of the communication is like it doesn't matter what you write if people experience their information through the printed word it's going to have a similar effect on society no matter what is written if people get their information or their you know, media content through television, it doesn't matter what they see on television. The effects will take place based on the medium of television. If the medium is the internet and social media, it doesn't even matter what's posted on there. The content doesn't matter. The very fact that they're getting it through that medium is what is what is going to affect society. And, and So you know, that says it doesn't, like, uh, you can't uh, improve the effects of social
0: media I, by see, changing your habits on it.
1: Well, The fact that it is what it is... Means that these same
0: effects are going to happen. Well, no here's the thing. I, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to side rail that idea. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't uh-huh. want my, my my by me bringing this up. It wasn't me so much to say social media is bad because it's uh-huh. the same. These are the same premises that we were were dictated when television came out and when radio came out and when the Gutenberg press but came out. But what if they were right every single time? I don't believe they were because here's the here's the issue. I think what it is is what it comes down to. It is an inherent trait. In our in our society and in the human experience since Cain and freaking Abel, for us to be jealous of someone else, okay. Mm. And I think we have evolved since the time of that biblical story to to realize we really need to stop perpetuating and validating these sorts of behaviors where one must always be on. Okay, I think we shouldn't bastardize social media because there's a lot of great things about social media. It's bringing people together in movements. I mean, look at the uh, Egyptian revolution. Okay. Uh-huh. You had Twitter, you had the Iranian Revolution, you had social media going off in the that Iranian rate. Revolution. Uh, remember back in two thousand nine they had the Iranian um, The Iranians, they were going through a they were going through a revolt, a Kinda, revolution. Not okay, really. regardless. The point is they were using social media to stay connected okay. to the movement. There's a lot of positive things for people to stay connected to. No question. I think when it becomes an issue is when it becomes this subversive need, okay, for one to feel validated and one to always be on. And I think I think you know, there's no truer form of narcissism, okay? In 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 the sense that we need to always try to perpetuate this image. Of course, no one's gonna write down well, some people do, I had a bad day today, or or Uh or, or this or that. Like kind of the kind of those things. I mean, most of the time I think most people write positive things about their lives on, on social media. And I think, you know, I think in, in in a lot of ways, we need to start changing what we are saying and what is the purpose of these memes. Will it change? I don't know. And then it comes down to the end user, the person reading it. I think it comes down to us. In the end of the day, don't get so stinking worked up over this stuff, okay? Like, you know, again, as I said, I'm guilty of this. I sometimes get a little annoyed when I see Tim riding a dolphin on the Hawaiian waves. Like, yo, hey, that was a nice dolphin. <laughs> But but and then sometimes I, I post about how, you know, I'm the fourteenth man to uh, walk the moon and I know you've talked about how you got drowsed about that and I post yeah. it on my Facebook. I mean <laughs> let's not talk about it, okay. But the point I'm trying to make is is that we need to be we need to be comfortable in our own skin and realize that all this is and all we're doing is feeding in to the profits of these corporations uh-huh. at the detriment of our own mental health you know what I mean I, I I personally have not been able to cut the switch yet you know from all this stuff I may never able be able to because uh-huh. I just I don't know but what I will say is we need to find other other mediums and other ways to be happier without having to be socially connected to these to these sort of things you know what I mean and further furthermore, you know what I mean, I think also um, and this th- th- this article really that I read perpetuated the idea that a lot of times young ladies, little, young, young women, um, have a lot of body image issues given from what they're seeing on the social media pages. Nine times out of ten, they uh-huh. were um, photoshopped. I mean, that's not that's not some news. I mean, most magazines, modeling magazines, a lot of these women or, 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 or models are photoshopped. Uh-huh. And because of that, you're putting in these these unrealistic images in someone's head. And I think what the article was arguing was that maybe there should be a disclaimer that that this this picture as well as many other pictures are photoshopped to have unrealistic views of what the body is of this person. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And I mean, it's it's physical, you know what I mean, and I get it. And, but and, but I guess I was trying to parallel that with just the, the non physical uh, aspect of it. It's just that people's lives are quote unquote better. I just watched a recent YouTube video about um, critiquing just this, uh-huh. looking at like how people how people purposefully make their situation look better than what it is to mm. post it on there. And it's like I don't know, I don't know. Like I just feel. I mean, Tim, you've never been a big time Facebook user, you yeah. know what I mean? You've you ever and, and uh, to a, to a lesser extent, I have not either. But, you know, I think, you know, I, I, it's it's just one of those things where in the end of the day, we we, we, we just have to just realize that this stuff is just is, is causing more stress than we need it to be. And we need to get, just to, to get away from that. You know what I mean? Like if I was having a bad day, you know, I, I would hope that, you know, somebody would be able to just pick me up from it rather than look at other people. You know what I mean? I think that's where mm. friends come into play. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah so uh oh yeah don't forget to like us on facebook um follow all our accounts um make sure you're posting on
0: our wall (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> look at all our videos yes, look at Tim. our pictures yes Tim. okay well here's the point we're not doing this i think i think our social media accounts aren't premised upon look at me look at me it's more like oh wait maybe they are just so they come to us and actually no i think it is it's more of a it, it, when businesses we're not a business yet i don't think we yes but when when organizations or groups uh-huh. are being able trying to to display them to get their to get the word out there you know mm. what i mean like as i said social media i'm not trying to bastardize all of it in that context i'm saying what are, what, is, what are the messages being portrayed and do we want to continue to portray them? So I don't know. The, I don't know if our listeners would agree or disagree with this. I think there's a lot of perspectives to take on this. You know what I mean? But I think it's something that we need to start thoughtfully considering because in the end of the day, why do you want to continue something that's hurting you? You know what I mean? If something is really bothering you, change it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and if, if social media is stressing you out? Pull the plug. Yeah. Get it. Get it over with. I mean, who, who the heck cares? Get on with your life. Do you know, make some modern art so you can tick off Timmy. <laughs> uh, listeners, I just want to end it off with this. This is my long rant, like I always go on, and I'm going to do so, and by looking into the eyes of my good host here, Timmy, uh, as if I'm looking into the eyes of all of our listeners. You are amazing, and no matter how much things go. On the opposite direction, you got to always remember you are a work of art and you can achieve what you want to if you put your mind to it. Everybody out there, everyone needs to realize that you have the ability to get anything. Okay. And I know that sounds so like, oh, inspirational or this guy's such a public space. No, no, no. I, I, I mean it. I mean it. Like, you, you can do what you want to do. All you need to do is get yourself out of that that microcosm of negativity, or of coveting. Okay, and if you really want to do it, do it. Oh man, I just totally uh, ripped off Shia LaBeouf. Did you? (laughs) Oh yeah. Just do it. No, but honestly, and I, I I just I think people just lose sight. That, th- that there are a lot of possibilities out there and that everybody is deserving of happiness you know and and I think Facebook kind of skews the, the that perspective and a lot and as well as most most of uh, social media does and I just think if we just focus on ourselves more and stop worrying about everybody else, you're going to be a heck of a lot happier. Well, Tim, I'm happy that we're able to get together today and talk. Yes, sir. I hope our listeners learned a little bit about some perspectives about the city's scapes and uh, how art is valuable to, to the culture and surroundings of a place. Whether you like all the artwork or not is one thing, but thank God not everything is uh, Georgian, unlike Timmy's <laughs> mindset. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, please, as as Timmy had uh, preempted us, uh, check out our social media, media. pages Yeah, uh, yeah uh, on Facebook. Uh, please like and subscribe. We do need an Instagram, don't we? Okay. God, I don't really know how it works but Uh, I guess we need one well it's it's mostly for pictures we don't really take pictures we gotta have to take we we gotta hire a social media expert Um, anyhow so please like us subscribe on our Facebook page it's the Tim and Dave Show uh, podcast Uh, we also have a Patreon account Uh, if you are want to support us financially that would be great if not not a big deal we'd love to see you guys just spread the word about our podcast Tim and I do this out of our own volition we just enjoy it Uh, I hope you all do As well, Uh, and the best way to get these uh, to get these out there is by word of mouth. So if you like it tell a friend please uh we also have a uh, itunes account this may very well be where you'll be seeing us it's the tim and dave show podcast again please like subscribe comment anything anything would be awesome and we also have a youtube channel we put some teaser clips etc and that's the tim and dave show podcast uh thank you all for watching everybody this is tim and this is dave and this is the tim and dave show take care everyone zuckerberg 2020 (laughs) tim you're so crazy